Hey guys, welcome to the Morris Method podcast, coming to you with Nicole and Nathan. Hello, so I'm Nicole and I am one of the coaches that is part of the Morris Method team, Um, so online coach and also a high school PDHPE teacher. And as maybe some of you would know, I am Nathan, I am the head coach here at Morris Method, Uh, so... We are going to be giving you guys some information today about our holiday trip that we have ahead of ourselves. What are we, a couple of days away from Christmas? Yeah, well, hopefully, yes, we are a couple of days away from Christmas and hopefully, waiting on tomorrow's news from our Premier, we are hoping to be able to go away for our annual Port Macquarie holiday trip on Boxing Day. Mm. It's such a pain in the ass if we can't go. Yeah, I mean, we've spent all year cancelling holidays and trips and initially we were meant to go to Canberra and Threadbow at Easter time and we had to cancel that. Um, And then usually, well, some years we've kind of popped to Port Macquarie at different times through the year and this is our next kind of annual trip and up until a few days ago, we were definitely going and now we are waiting news really to see mm. if we are allowed to travel within the state. Mm. We'll see. I suppose everyone's in the same boat though at least. Yeah, absolutely. Everyone's in the same boat. So So we figured in the conversation that Nicole and I are going to have today is we're just going to let you guys know about what we do while we're away and how we keep our health and you know continue to improve. Like, it's no doubt if you're listening in on this one, you know that both Nicole and I like to set some pretty audacious goals in regards to fitness. And we have two young kids, Zara and Hamish, that we also need to cater for and try and spend time together and yet still achieve all these sorts of things. So going away is a massive part of, one, just life in general, and I think part of everyone's life and all our clients that we work with, they all need to, not need to go away, but, you know, it's all part of everyone's life where you have components where you get to go away. So realistically, if you're going to go away and just ruin all of your your training or ruin all of your diet and stuff, it's it, you, you don't have to do that, right? Yeah, I think people just see going away as, um, like some people see it as a time to just kind of turn off everything that they've been doing and you know, go and absolutely relax. And we're all about relaxing and we're all about having that mental break and um, for some people physical break. But also you need to know that it's absolutely doable to be able to go away and still relax and still have a good time and come back Mm. recharged, but not come back broken because you have just over-consumed for two weeks and and let every single barricade down for the two weeks. That's the thing, right? Well, that's what we used to do. Well, that's what I used to do, at least. Anyway, you'd diet hard and train hard into Christmas and then you'd get to a point where you're just like hanging out for that day where you're just like, oh my God, I can't believe it. can't wait just to be a complete slob and, you know, eat and do nothing basically. But But realistically, you go away and if you do do that and you do overindulge, you just end up waking up the next day and feeling crap and then not wanting to go to the beach because you feel bloated or you feel tired or you feel inflamed or you know fatigued etc so yeah we just wanted to jump on today and share some little tips and tricks about um, what some of the things that we do 
while we're on holidays to still kind of keep ourselves um, moving forward towards our goals. Maybe not even moving forward, just maintaining. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Because realistically, I mean, our goals, I mean, your goal is to do another half Ironman and then build your way up to a full Ironman. And my goals, it's uh, a good question, but realistically, <laughs> question just con- continue to, to have as many adventures as I possibly can in the midst of doing a few trail running races and things. Um, but I think it's, yeah, realizing that you don't have to ruin, but you can sustain a lot of your fitness while you're away. Like you really can, particularly when you're talking about, like, I guess the two coins that we work with is either endurance-specific people or people who are just looking to be healthier and have better energy, but they do cross over significantly. Yeah. Um, and I think our training, you know, we're happy for the training to not take a a priority, right, when we go away. Absolutely. I think, like, one of the biggest uh, tips or little tricks that we do is we arrive in Port Macquarie each year, we go underneath the car park, we park our car and then basically we plan for the car to stay there for the duration of the trip. Mm. So we are pretty lucky where we stay in Port Macquarie is pretty central to most things. Um, I mean we've got about a one maybe 1.2 kilometer walk to the beach We've got a, you know, 400 meter walk to another set of shops or more like a three kilometer walk to another shopping center. Um, But most of the time we get up each morning, we go for a decent walk, probably about four or five kilometers Mm. along the water. Get a coffee. Get a coffee, come past the shops on the way back, grab anything we need, like some fruit and stuff for Hamish or milk or whatever it is. Um... And really, I think last year, we only probably pulled out the car once or twice when it was raining mm. um, or when I did a bit more of a grocery shop and I drove the car over to the other shop so that I could, because I wouldn't have been able to carry everything home. Yeah. But other than that, we just leave the car in the car park. Yeah, I mean, as we said, we've probably been doing this holiday for quite some time now, so we've been even doing it before I was, before I kind of, we got healthy and... I remember you used to go for those walks, like you're talking about doing those, you know, few kilometer walks in the morning. I never used to join you because <laughs> I would be too tired from drinking too much the night before and drink, eating shit food. I'd eaten too much and I'd want to sleep in because I was, felt like crap and probably needed to go do a crap. <laughs> <laughs> but, then, but then by lunchtime... We would, this is back in the day, not now, like quite a few years ago, would be like, oh yeah, let's just go and like <laughs> thrash ourselves. So I remember vividly one day we, CrossFit. no, we ran past Town Beach, if you know Port Macquarie, past um, Shelley Beach and Nathan and I ran there together and then there's a big, big hill at Shelley Beach and oh, Nathan yeah. said, okay. What we have to do is you have to sprint up it and down five times. Once you've done it, you start running back. You've got to run the whole way back past Town Beach, down the break wall and back to where we used to stay, which was my dad's apartment. And he said, I'm going to do exactly the same thing when I finish and I'm going to race you back there. And so (laughs) 
obviously me being me, I quickly did it, but then was also so nervous that Nathan was going to catch me the whole <laughs> running time. Running up behind you. I was running along the beach, turned back to look to see if I could see him coming. And I did, believe it or not, actually get back there before Nathan. But that's what we used to think. Oh, well, we've gone and smashed ourselves and done some hill sprints, so <laughs> let's just chill for the rest of the day. But really, it absolutely did us no favours. No, because we'd be too sore and too tired. Not even if we were that sore, maybe not sore, something from something like that, but just even just the depletion that you get out of doing something like that. And the reward. Like, you're like, oh, I've just, you know, done something amazing, so maybe I deserve something amazing. Yeah, you know. whereas last year and the year before, but particularly last year, um, basically what we did was, like I said before, we used to get up in the morning and go for some nice relaxing walks and then sometimes I might have done like a little LAHR, like low aerobic run beforehand if I had woken up earlier and then met with Nathan and Hamish and then gone for a walk mm. and then Nathan might have done something at lunchtime similar, like just... Something small, 30 minutes, 45 minutes, LAHR, where we're not missing out on time with the kids. Yeah, but it's just starting your day with something easy, right? Like it's, I don't think you're supposed to start your day with something super aggressive anyway. And yeah, who but wants to go on a holiday and do something like and feel more tired for the rest of the day? Yeah, but we also are very mindful that we're on holidays for a reason. We're on holidays to make memories with our family. And it's not about being away from like each other and the kids for like more than half an hour, 45 minutes at a time. And we tried to pick times where either, I know for myself, I either went early while Hamish was still asleep in the morning or um, we went at lunchtime and we just did a bit of a tag team. Like Nathan would sit in the room while Hamish slept for like 45 minutes. I would go, then he would go. And by the time we were both done, Hamish was back up. We would go for another walk, would go back to the pool um, so we actually didn't miss out on anything or we also didn't make it like a priority. Like we had to do it every day. But I suppose that was a hard thing for us to come to realize that we don't have to do all those things to sustain the fitness. Yeah. Like that, that's a hard thing to realize because if you think you're not going to train, you're not going to like, you're going to lose your fitness like immediately, you know? But I suppose if you're building your fitness the wrong way, like, like what we used to do again, you'd know, you'd flog it for a few weeks and then you crash and burn, flog it for a few weeks, crash and burn. And I guess you do keep yo-yoing in and out and losing it. But really, like your general fitness, it takes so long to build it and it takes so long to lose it. So having a couple of weeks away from very structured training program, that took us a long time to really grasp Yeah. that it's okay to do that, you know, without... Yeah. And you end up in the same position anyway. Like you're not losing any fitness, especially if you can stay active like what we did. Yeah. But I think us coming to terms with the fact that we don't have to be doing structured training not only allowed us to have a better time together or a better time with particularly now having Hamish and this year Zara, but yet we get back from the holiday and we haven't still ruined our fitness because we're still active. Yeah. Yeah, so I think that's like our one of our main tips in terms of keeping the body just genuinely and generally moving. Um during your time away and not just becoming some inflamed, bloated couch potato. Now, that, um, now you're talking about the inflamed coming from the food? Or that's where I'm, about? yeah, that's where we're going. <laughs> so I think like our second tip 
based around food is, like we said before, we usually get up in the morning and we have a coffee and then for us that usually stops there. I mean, it doesn't have to stop there. If we are hungry, um, we would cook some eggs or bacon back in our room after our walk, but for us, most of the time, a coffee is enough for us. Um, and then, you know, we'll just see how we're feeling at lunchtime, uh, whether we ate or not, really. Well, I think, I think that's one thing that we always get away from is that even, let's say if someone's diet is perfect or whatever it may be, particularly on holiday, but if you end up eating too much, you end up, end up needing to sit and digest the food because the blood flow is just trying to go to digestion. So you're always going to feel tired after it. Yeah. So even if that's even if that's the food is super duper clean. Yeah. You know, keeping it light throughout the day, particularly if you're a good fat burner, you can you know, you'll be able to do more because you're not necessarily tied down to a meal schedule. Yeah, but I think like. Generally, every year when we go to Port Macquarie, because my family comes and joins us as well, most nights, nearly every night, maybe bar one or two over the two weeks, we go out for dinner. So we always usually will know the day, where we're going for dinner. We mm. usually head to places um, like that have you know, your typical kind of pub menu like steaks and salads and burgers and whatever else you want to pick from. Or even, um, what's the place called? Hogsbreath. You know, or Hogsbreath, like yeah. yeah. Or just, yeah, little hotel bistro things. So usually we know that we're going out for dinner, obviously, each day. So if we have a coffee in the morning, sometimes we might have something at lunchtime, whether it be eggs or bacon, or we make a salad and put some protein in it or whatever. But we generally eat pretty light throughout the day probably because we know that we are going to I mean it's pretty hard to understand exactly what's in the food right if we're going out all the time which we are so most of the time considering the food that's out is always going to be pretty energy dense as opposed to nutrient dense so we do I guess you could say underindulge throughout the day not so that we can overindulge at night time but, but so that it actually at least balances out yeah and I mean being on holidays and Having Hamish, like, we do like to take him to get an ice cream after dinner mm. as a treat. And, you know, we want to be able to still do things like that. Not that it's like a let's do this all the time, but it's a holiday. And, you know, like we said, it's about making memories and not overindulging, but also just... Like an ice cream is not really going to do you any... It's not going to do you any harm if you've spent the whole year really basically doing the right things right <laughs> do you yeah. know what I mean like you're everyone's so worried about what they're going to do on their holiday but realistically like what you do on your holiday doesn't mean shit anyway considering if you've done the wrong stuff what do they say like don't focus on Christmas to New Year's focus on New Year's to Christmas yeah yeah <laughs> yeah and like I said like and like we've both said it's not about blowing things completely but that allows us to be able to just enjoy and have that fun and that little treat with Hamish at the end of each day. Well, not every day, but most days. Um, yeah, so that's probably like our main tip around food with holidays is just you don't need to eat at every single meal. No, correct. And, and so it is okay to say no, you know, between partners as well. Like if, that, if you don't want to eat and your partner wants to eat, well, it's... Like yeah. maybe not, or maybe not, it depends on the person, but 
you know, I guess we socialize more at dinner time, so it will probably be harder for us to say no at dinner time between each other. But breakfast and lunch, when usually we're doing stuff, like it's okay not to have it or it's okay to say no. Yeah, but also, um, like just because you're away doesn't mean, you know, nothing changes in the fact that a Coles is a Coles and a Woolworths is a Mm. Woolworths. So what you eat at home, surely... You, you can go and buy it. and be able to have while you're on holiday. So that's why, like I said, most of the time, like we'll still get, you know, some salad stuff and some macadamia oil and balsamic vinegar and some chicken breast or whatever it is so that we have that option of having something at lunchtime without feeling the need to go to a cafe and buy something that's pre-made or, you know... Also spend a heap of money on things that you can just live sim- like simply still without having to go out every single meal. Yeah, that's true. Well, I think that, again, it goes back to like you can have the most perfect holiday with your health and your fitness or you can get the other stuff sorted first as well, which is going back to New Year's to Christmas, right? You've yeah. had a pretty good year going away for a couple of weeks ain't really going to do you any harm. No. But I guess if you've had a crappy year and you've, your health's not necessarily where you want it to be, you don't have to wait to January 1st to do something about it. You can start now. You can start on your holiday. You don't actually have to wait. Yeah. And I think these tips are maybe a, a chance for people to kind of realise that it's not something of what you do like suddenly. It's not like oh, from now on I'm going to be doing this. It's just those compounding effects, right? Yeah. And I think also like, yeah, people just need to realise that if you have worked between New Year's and Christmas, so, you know, however many, let's say 50 weeks of the year using the same types of tools with your food and with your training and things have been great and you've been making progress why throw those tools out the window for two weeks? You may as well still try and implement some of the things that you do in day-to-day life. Um, and, you know, so that when you do return home the first week of January or whenever it is from holidays, you don't have to go, okay, new year, new me. <laughs> because you've absolutely blown you yourself for yourself. the last two weeks. Again, we know this as we good well. I'm going to speak for myself because you didn't really go too crazy, but like uh, me and eating can have some serious, <laughs> serious moments, right? Yeah. And that was me always January 1st or maybe not January 1st, maybe January 2nd because you're still hungover or something like that from the night before or it's not even hungover. It was more just hungover from the shit food. <laughs> but I think also the other thing is, is if you're going to go to Coles and Woolies and stuff, and you feel like you're going to get the munchies at the end of the day because maybe you have had some alcoholic beverages or whatever it is, go and stack up your cupboard with good things to snack on. Mm. So don't put... So it's there. Don't put yourself don't in Don't put pressure. like Smith's chips and Maltesers and crap food in your cupboard. Like, you know, I know for Nathan and I, we really like some popcorn or... No, we don't. <laughs> whatever it is. So... Get some popcorn and some dark chocolate or some, you know, Greek yogurt and some frozen berries. Things that you can still 
go to without waking up the next day being like, oh, I feel rubbish and, yeah. you know, that's, anyway, that's some of our tips. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I mean, it can go a lot deeper, right? And I, I don't know about your experience, Nick, but I think the like it was a combination of both the transitioning of the training where we felt like we can actually go on a holiday and relax but we were also training like that as well. Like we're a bit more relaxed with our training now. We know that if you're not ready to train, there's no point training. Yeah. Right. So same thing with your food. It's like you're, you're, you're better off to maybe, maybe if you do overindulge, you're, you're way better off to overindulge on higher quality food and say yes to more food than say yes to little food and overindulge or indulge on you know, rubbish food. Yeah, and I think that goes hand in hand as well for in terms of activity because, like you said, we know things differently now and before we would think, oh, you know, God, I haven't done anything today. All I've done is a walk because we know how beneficial just going for like a low aerobic walk where we're not overly stressing the body. It's not even low aerobic. It's just Just walking. Yeah. Like... We do so many steps when we're away Mm. and I think we forget like, well, sometimes we forget that is still probably 10 times better than going for, you know, a quick 5k run. Mm. So. So if you've got someone, let's say if you've got a client who's been dieting into Christmas and is losing weight and like... They've been doing really, really well, and they're still. Let's say they're still losing weight at the moment. What do you recommend around around Christmas? Do you, like do they have to keep doing what they're doing? Is it? I mean, I'm all about go and have a good time with your family, but going and having a good time with your family and your friends and everyone like that and Christmas parties doesn't mean blowing the <laughs> bank of calories, you know, a week's worth in a day. So I think. Use, like I mentioned before, use the tools that you've used all year, whether it's fasting, use fasting still. So if you know that you're going for a Christmas lunch, well then don't eat in the morning. Okay, if you have been fasting prior to this, I'm not saying go out and fast if you haven't if you don't used know. fasting as a tool before. <laughs> yeah. But be smart about it. You know what, <laughs> you know if you're eating too much, really. Like, let's be honest, every adult knows if they're eating too much. Some eat too much and ignore and are ignorant about it. But let if you have been working hard all year, don't blow it on two or three Christmas parties or a holiday away. Be you, smart about it and plan. Because you can, right? Like, as you can. If you're dieting into Christmas, you can absolutely ruin months of work within a couple of weeks. You can untie everything that you've done. Get on the scales on January 2nd and be like, crap, I'm five kilos heavier. Yeah, but particularly if you've been dieting. Like, if you've been losing weight. Like, these sort of moments, although they don't seem like nothing. But if you've been dieting and you're, you know, you've been trying to lose weight and you have been losing weight, drastically changing your nutrition nutrition type and intake or total amount of intake like over a two to two week period like you can undo all that hard work and you get yourself to the end you know middle of january and you're in a completely different position than where you were when you walked into christmas yeah and it's that's a disappointing thing because again how many times have i done that right yeah absolutely and i mean you know nathan and i've both had 
a couple of clients kind of start the whole like oh maybe I'll just have a little bit of a break for two weeks and then I'll come back and we just look at each other and we shake our heads and we're like we know what you're doing it's because you want to go and absolutely smash the food and alcohol at Christmas and New Year's it's not even like yeah maybe it's maybe they want to do that or look I'm not going to answer for them but it's even the point of like so much of it is having accountability you know, like you and I keep each other accountable. We don't have junk food. We get rid of the junk food as soon as we possibly can, or we don't have junk food in the in the cupboard. Yeah, literally today, <laughs> I went through the cupboard and I threw out pretty much everything and anything. I mean, probably the biggest thing, just a little side note, <laughs> of having kids is the snack options of like the easy options at the shops like muesli bars and stuff like that like even if they're protein bars or whatever so i've literally gone through the cupboard cleared it so we're literally left with like spices a couple of oils some packets of nuts and almond meal and stuff and when we get back at the start of january if we get to go away of course we will be starting fresh hmm where were we before the side note for the side note, it was clients that are saying that they want the two, they think that they might want a little but bit of a break. But it's just having the account, like having, maybe you don't have to log your food for a couple of weeks, right? Maybe you stop logging your food and there's been plenty of clients that we work with that, like, if you're going to work with a coach, particularly around nutrition, weight loss goals, health goals, like logging your food is such a great way to give that coach an example as to what's going on, right? So they actually have some sort of information other than just your <laughs> the client's review of, what have you been eating? Oh, you know, a bit of this, bit of that. <laughs> yeah, which is code for oh, everything and anything. Well, it can be, yeah. Like, I think it just provides a bit of accountability, particularly if you've been dieting into Christmas, you've got to be so careful. Like, you really do. If you're metabolically sound, if you've, you you know, your metabolic rate's nice and high, you're, you're all good to go, well, then it's really not going to be any different. You're not going to have any high levels of ghrelin anyway. You're not going to be super duper hungry, so Christmas will be normal. But if you've been dieting, you can it's just more important to stay with what you've been doing isn't yeah. it like yeah. It, yeah maybe not the exercise maybe maybe it's time to chill out and relax a little bit but particularly with the food you can you can if you're not careful you don't necessarily plan in the head like you said fasting beforehand if it's okay to overindulge on one day well then you bet your bottom dollar it's okay okay to underindulge the next day yeah absolutely so making sure that you yeah, that you're careful with where you're currently at. Where are you currently at within your own journey? Yeah, but also like, yeah, just know like this is what we like to do and this is what we found works for us. I mean, it's taken time and it's, taken us it's only really been like, yeah, like the last two or three Christmases where we've known what we're pulled doing. our heads in and known what we're doing. So And even we still find it hard. Like I still... I. I don't know what you call it. It's not a, um, it's not an eating disorder, but it's like disordered eating, right? Disordered eating. And you know what? We're going to get to Port Macquarie, hopefully, <laughs> and we will face different things. And there's going to be some days where we might end up, honestly, out for breakfast and out for dinner because my dad is a bandit for being like, let's go out for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, my mum loves it. Um, so... Yeah, like maybe, obviously, we will give you another podcast when we're back or while we're away slash when we're back and give you a bit of a review of... We're going to have to do one while we're away now. 
Yeah. Okay. Well, but check in you, with your food diary. Yeah. Give you a bit of a review about um, our time away and what, what we've been, been doing. doing and what we've been eating and sort of training we've been doing. Yeah. Are, are we going to train? Family time. I just want to, to be honest. I just want to do some really easy like. L-A-H-R stuff. Even if it's with Hamish and the pram with Zara. Well, that's fine. Well, I'll, you go and do your L-A-H-R with the two kids. And I'll I'll go and find some sort of mountain. I mean, if you were going to do it with the kids anyway, right? Ha, ha, ha. So, yeah, I think I'm not going to... I really just... After the year we've all had, you know, it's been a very stressful, weird, anxious year for everyone... Um, yeah, I just want to, I'm not going to put any expectations really around training. I just want to go and spend some quality time with our family, our family. And well, we do wish everyone an absolutely happy Merry Christmas. And yeah. depending on when you're listening to this, maybe a new, a happy new year. Maybe happy, we can get one out before healthy new, new year, year if we can. Yeah, hopefully. But, um, to our clients that are listening as well, you guys, we appreciate everything that you have supported us through 2020. It's been an absolute massive year, particularly for like mental health. I think, you know, it's been hard it's, it was with the whole COVID thing going on and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, it's been a very, like I said, unusual, um, crazy, unpredictable year. I mean, like we said at the start of this podcast, we really don't know if we're going away or not. We kind of, mm. we don't really find out until tomorrow. So it's all up in the air, but we hope everyone has a great Christmas and we hope everyone's able to see at least some family. We know people can't travel into, um, interstate or interstate at the moment, but we hope that you're able to spend Christmas with your loved ones and yeah, have a healthy, happy new year. And let's hope 2021 brings... 21, 2021 is going to bring just more growth. That's the yeah. best thing about it. And hopefully good health for everyone. Mm, absolutely. All right, guys, don't forget to hit like and subscribe on this one. Otherwise, we'll see you here on the Morris Method podcast next time. Bye. Bye.